You're listening to Today in Church History, a place we're reminded that history is truly His story. History is the story of God and the demonstration of His glory in the theater of world events. I hope you enjoy listening to these episodes of Today in Church History. Their purpose is to ignite a passion for God's truth one historical event at a time. Today is Thursday, February 21st, 2019. But on this day in history, February 21st, 1945, The Olympian and missionary Eric Little died. The ending of Little's life came with the same sacrifice he demonstrated on the track where he earned the nickname the Flying Scotsman. Now before we discuss the sacrifices he made at the end of his life, let's consider those he made at the beginning in the sports arena. Little was born in China to Scottish missionaries, but went to university in his native Scotland. A gifted athlete, his skills became noticeable in college, where he eventually began competing at high levels in both track and field and rugby, along with his brother Robert. Eventually, he trained for the 1924 Olympics hosted in Paris. Little became world-renowned, however, for his refusal to run the 100-meter race on a Sunday, his conviction being this was the Christian Sabbath. The 100-meter was his best event, but rather than sulk, he decided to run the 400-meter race, one he was not quite as good at, an event that placed him squarely in the underdog role. His plan for victory, as he put it, to win the 400 was, and I quote, I run the first 200 meters as hard as I can, then for the second 200 meters, with God's help, I run harder, end quote. Just prior to the race, Little was handled a piece of paper with the words of 1 Samuel 2.30, He that honors me, I will honor. Well, Little ran his heart out. He was taking a convictional stand by refusing to run on Sunday in the 100 meter, a sacrifice since the 100 meter was his best event. No doubt inspired to honor the Lord, Little ran the 400 in an all-out sprint, not the usual way to treat this event. In fact, it was noted by reporters that his running wasn't pretty, his arms flailing and his head backward, but Little surprised everyone and won with a world record time of 47.6 seconds. Little continued to compete in various games, including more Olympic events, and won many medals, but he made the surprising decision to quit sports and head to China to become a missionary like his parents. He became an ordained minister and dedicated himself to the mission field, just as he had to track and field. He taught children the Bible, served as superintendent for Sunday schools, and continued coaching sports. He faithfully served for 20 years on the mission field. During World War II, when the Japanese invaded China, Little's mission station was interned in prison camp. Able to get his family to safety, Little could have escaped himself, but decided to stay behind in the camp. And what did he do? Well, he dedicated himself to serving others. He taught children, befriended the elderly, kept morale up, and was clearly the favorite leader. When other missionaries showed selfishness by forming cliques, Little was the bigger man and showed selflessness and leadership for all there. One time, some interned businessmen were able to cozy up to the guards, buttering them up in exchange for more rations. Selfishly determining to save these for themselves, Little got wind of it and talked these men into sharing the rations with all the prisoners. Another time, fighting broke out between some prisoners, and Little stepped in and managed to make peace before suggesting that he would referee the fight fairly. His discipline in sports prepared him for the difficult prison camp experience, but so did his walk with God. He was a man of conviction. He was a man of the word. He was a man of discipline, and he was a man of sacrifice. He was also a man of love. 
At one point, Winston Churchill secured a prisoner exchange for his freedom, but instead Little offered a pregnant woman in his place, saving her life and the life of the child. The lesson to take from the life of Eric Little is similar to the sacrifices in faith and the example of those saints we read about in Hebrews chapter 11. The hall of faith reaches into our own day. As Christians, we are to be the first to sacrifice. We are to be living sacrifices for God, as Paul put it in Romans chapter 12, and this inevitably involves sacrificing for others, sharing the gospel, being a shining light for the gospel. This also raises the issue of the value of sports. Undoubtedly, sports taught little sacrifice, teamwork, leadership, dedication, and discipline. But even more important than his sacrifices, perseverance, and accomplishments in the sports arena was the same attributes he demonstrated in real life under extremely difficult circumstances. Little was the real deal, and nobody had to guess whether he was a Christian. And we must also give the credit of his example partially to his parents— he hardly saw them since he attended boarding school away from them, but they left him a legacy of commitment in their example of serving on the mission field faithfully. Before he died, he wrote his wife a letter, a letter indicating his exhaustion. Unknowingly, he had a brain tumor, and he died just a few months before the camp was liberated by the Allies. But one fellow prisoner said this about Little, and I quote, Often in an evening, I would see him bent over a chessboard or a model boat, or directing some sort of square dance, absorbed, weary, and interested, pouring all of himself into this effort to capture the imagination of these pinned-up youths. He was overflowing with good humor and love for life, and with enthusiasm and charm. It is rare indeed that a person has the good fortune to meet a saint, but he came as close to it as anyone I have ever known. Little's was what we'd call a life well-lived. Examples such as his teach us about true masculinity, true leadership, and the living out of our Christian faith in such a way that the world takes note. There are many parallels between running and the Christian life. In fact, the Bible uses the metaphor of running when it says in Hebrews chapter 12, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. History is truly his story. It's the story of God and the demonstration of his glory in the theater of world events. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of Today in Church History. Until next time, I'm your host, Andrew Smith.